there. Welcome to a brand new episode of Fortune Man Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing week and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. Happy February to you. Welcome to a new month. I hope you are still keeping your steam up, regardless of what has happened in the month of January or what is currently happening. I really want to encourage you to stay expectant and stay hopeful. That steam you started 2024 with, guard it with everything that you can. I'm still convinced of such great things for the year 2024 and you should be as well. So today we're talking about something really interesting. I feel like we constantly have these conversations in pockets here and there. And I thought mm, it's definitely worth an episode, especially because of something that happened earlier this week. So today we're going to be talking about managing friendships in adulthood. Now, it's one thing to manage friendships. It's another thing to manage it as an adult. And you might understand what I'm saying. I mean, when we were younger, I mean, we didn't have kids in this world. Like all we really just wanted to do was to eat food, sleep, see our friends, say hi, talk about the most random TV shows. And that was pretty much it. Now, with the responsibilities that come with adulthood, it gets a little bit more complicated. It doesn't make it impossible to manage our friendships to the optimal level, but it does mean that it requires a bit more intentionality. And pretty much that's what we'll be talking about today. How do we manage or navigate friendships in adulthood in such a way that we are still getting the value that we should get because it's important that we remember that God created us to exist in community. There's a reason why we human beings have a social element. It is impossible for you to try to do life on your own. And if you're someone listening to this just thinking, I don't think my friends add anything to me, I want to assure you that you are living life on a on a very slippery slope. Because the way that life has been programmed is that when we get to certain seasons we have hands holding us and shoulders to lean on and this is not me saying that anything evil would happen to any one of us by god's grace we are kept and held of the lord but there would always be that seasons where you need hands to hold and shoulders to lean on and you need to make sure that before those seasons come you are equipped with the men surrounding you now it doesn't mean that you just aim to build friendships just so that you can meet your own needs because the way social interaction works is that it is a, it's, it's not parasitic in nature. Like it's not one person benefiting, benefiting from the other at the detriment of the other person. It's a case of both people drawing strength, draw, drawing energy, you know, just a, a, a good relationship where everyone just feels helped, right? And that is the kind of friendship that we're talking about. It's not those ones that when you see someone's call, you're like, ah, this one is calling me again. No, it's the one that you, you see someone's name, you think about them and you feel warmth in your heart. That, that is what the friendship I'm talking about. And if you're listening to this right now and you don't think you've gotten to that place where you think about your friends and you just feel warmth in your heart, I'm here to tell you that that is a potential. It is a possibility and I really hope you get there. And these points that we're talking about could equip you to get to a place where thoughts about your friend really just warm your heart just because of what they mean to you as well as what you mean to them. So we will get right into it. But before we do, I just remembered earlier this week, the trigger to this particular conversation in the episode, I caught up with a childhood friend. Like we go way, way back. When I say way back, I mean probably like from birth. I mean, she's a little older than I am, about two years older than I am. But our parents were family friends and we lived really close to each other in our childhood. So it so happened that we ended up going to the pri- the same primary school my siblings her siblings and you know just all of us and so sometimes because we lived close to each other whenever my parents couldn't pick us up her parents would take us home whenever um 
her own parents couldn't pick them up we would take them home we spent a lot of our childhood together right and by the way this is another cry to you guys like another plea there's some of those friends that we we had in childhood those really close people that we can't tell our story of childhood without them and then suddenly today we don't talk to them at all in any way i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it's something to check like is it because there hasn't been investments on either side or is it a thing of pride or what exactly or is it the time commitment but I think it's so important that we're able to maintain generational friendships. It's it's just amazing. Like just having that friend that you know you can rely on just because your your own parents and that person's parents had the same relationship. I have so many of such relationships and I'm grateful for them every single day because they're just there. You know, those life tribes that no matter the seasons you go through in life, they will be there those are the ones so if you're someone listening to this and you have childhood friends that for some reason you've cut off you know you guys don't talk at all you don't even have their numbers it's not bad but if you can make the effort to reconnect it would be amazing because it's just something about generational friendships anyways back to my story So this week, it was just a case of just texting her and saying, hey, she's getting married very soon and I'm supposed to be there. And I just text her, how's it going? How's planning coming on? She responded and, you know, we just got talking. Now, I don't think we've spoken in the last six, seven months. Last time I spoke to her was probably early last year, right? And we were catching up now. I mean, even though we hadn't spoken, she still remembered to send me a card. This again is what generational friendship does, guys. Like, yes, we haven't spoken in months, but she still knows that I am for her. She still knows that I am there. We're not like the tightest of friends, but you know, we just know that we have each other's back. That's what it is. So she did send me a card and I just wanted to check in just to make sure that planning and everything was going on great. And we got into this whole conversation and it just felt like safe space. Like I haven't spoken to you in months, but I just feel like your safe space and I could open up to you about stuff. And it was a really, really, really good conversation. I felt really warm in my heart after that conversation. It wasn't even that long. It was just a couple of minutes because she had to get back to work because she was in a different part of the world. And even though it was evening where I was, it was quite early where she was and it just got me thinking about you know maintaining relationships and friendships like this because it does something to the overall quality of our lives and that is why we are really delving in and focusing on this topic today so how do we manage and maintain friendships in adulthood i'm going to be talking through five points and each of them i'll try to give examples just so that we bring it home so let's get right into it In managing friendships in adulthood, we must settle within ourselves that things will not remain the same, especially with the responsibilities that come with adulthood. The first thing you want to do if you want to manage your friendships in adulthood well, in such a way that it is still quality relationship, not one of those, you know, stress me relationships, the ones that you think about and you are happy, then you must settle within yourselves that things are not going to remain the same. When I think back to my friendships, in my teenagehood oh god i think that was the sweetest face of life because yeah you would had finished with the really big you know things in terms of school and you know you had just found your own interest so you knew what you connected with people on you kind of knew yourself to an extent but then you didn't have responsibility so all you guys were doing was just chilling out you'd hang out go out to places and just have a great so i mean today friendships were amazing right but then now we're in adulthood people are working people have gotten married they have responsibilities to their families mate my friend just had a baby you know and all of these different seasons of life actually tend to impact friendships and we can make it that it impacted for the better so the way to do that is to actually expect 
some of these changes to come by settling it within yourself that you this was how close and this was how free we were when we were younger however due to the responsibilities of adulthood things might not remain the same we might not see each other every other week right we might not you know jump on the phone every other time because when i was in university i had that time and anytime i was free you know my, my friends we live really close within close proximity to each other I'll just grab my shoes and just go there and just spend the afternoon or just get on the phone or facetime you know for the friends that were not where i was and we'd have such a good time on the phone now in the morning i wake up apart from my morning routine in terms of my prayers just spending time with my husband breakfast and the days where we decide to i'm preparing for work so i finish preparing for work and i get on my laptop to do what i have to do for that day and at the end i'm a bit tired and last thing i want to do is get on facetime on the phone i just want to you know unwind my husband gets home want to, i want to catch up with him just keep the house tidy as well just so much fighting for our attention now it doesn't mean that we keep our friendships on the back burner for this point it just means that we settle within ourselves that things will not remain the same the frequency of talking the frequency of calling will definitely change however we still remember that we got each other's back so that's it for the first point secondly managing friendships in adulthood you want to schedule your checking and your checkups within adulthood there's a new level of intentionality that is required i remember just yesterday i texted a friend of mine on, on she just came to my heart i was like oh my god i need to catch up i texted on instagram i said hey are you free friday evening she messaged me back a couple of hours later she said yes i said fantastic let's jump on a call on friday evening this year particularly at the start of the year during my retreat at the end of last year i said to myself you know what this year with friends Every week, I must pick one person that I'm checking in on. And I'm so glad. So far, I haven't defaulted. This weekend, I already have the person I'm checking in on my heart. And I can't wait for Saturday. It's something that you must be so intentional about. That you actually schedule the check-ins as well as the catch-ups. Because of how scattered people are around the world now. I mean, thanks to the economic and political situation of different countries. You're going to find that you're not even in the same vicinity as the people that you love and are closest to your heart. So you might not be able to even schedule that catch-up yet. But then you can do the check-ins, get on the phone, get on FaceTime, catch up with each other. Just make sure that you are intentional about keeping that connection open. Thirdly, you want to keep emotional bank accounts full by remembering key dates and being intentional about the check-ins. This ties in with the previous point. Now, the thing with us human beings is that whether or not we like it, that saying that distance or absence makes the heart go fonder in itself it is not completely true however thinking about it psychologically and from a human natural human perspective it is 100 correct if you don't see or hear from someone in a long time your heart grows fonder of the person you're just like mm, okay this person is all the way there and i'm all the way here and before you know it you don't feel as comfortable as you were you know talking to the person about certain things just because the entire you know system of you know following or back to back is not there anymore so you just don't feel that connection that you initially felt with the person so with managing friendships in adulthood you need to make sure that you're keeping emotional accounts full so the people's your your accounts the way i often see it is my all my friends i feel like i've got an emotional account in them and they also have emotional accounts in me something as simple as a birthday message something as simple as a birthday gift as a simple hey you're my heart 
God bless you. God keeps you. You're, you're putting something in that account. You are feeding emotions into that account. By that, you are keeping that connection open. Somebody might be thinking, oh, wait, this person knows I love them. Why do I have to keep that account open? We are human beings. It is only the natural occurrence of things that when something is not tender to automatically it goes into a default state of mm, unknown right and you don't want to get to that place with some of your friends that you hold there so you want to make sure that you are filling each other's emotional accounts when you can not forgetting birthdays not forgetting the big events of their lives whether it's wedding anniversary whether you heard that they recently got a new job or something just a text just a message hey congratulations i heard this so happy for you oh thank god god came through in this you know and other parts of it is also sharing testimonies as well you don't have to wait until you catch up on the before you tell them all that's happened you just leave them a message oh guess what this finally came through i'm so happy all of these things count towards feeling the emotion in each other's emotional account so this year i really hope you take advantage of that remember to feel the emotional accounts or of your friends as well as allow them to feel yours moving on to the fourth point this is the most important point that we are discussing today actually it is so important that in managing friendships in adulthood that you make excuses for one another. Oh my goodness. Now, because of the limited communication with adult friendships, there's a tendency for you to just sit down and make assumptions and run with them. You don't want to do that this year. This year, you want to make excuses for people. Oh, maybe something came up. Oh, maybe this happened. Oh, I'm very sure that they wouldn't have done this if this was the case. Sit down and give everybody, all of your friends, the benefits of doubt. I have a couple of friends getting married this year. If I want to be very honest, I haven't kept up or checked up on all of them the way that I would have loved to. However, I'm convinced that they make excuses for me because when I do get to catch up with them, no one is doing, ah, you forgot me, oh, this, this. Everyone is just like, you know what, I totally understand, it's fine. And, you know, where you can, you are just making up for wherever it is that you've met them or wherever it is that you left them and you are meeting them again. So it is so important that you make excuses for each other. Don't be the friend that every time they catch up with you, you're draining somebody by complaining about how the person is not checking up on you or how you felt neglected. I'm not saying you shouldn't have these conversations. 100%, if you start to feel distance between you and a friend that you consider really dear, I think a conversation is definitely in order. Strike up that conversation. Hey, what's up? We haven't spoken in a while. I just feel a bit distant from you. I know somebody might be thinking it's not that deep, but it actually is. If you want to maintain quality relationships, those tough conversations are very important. So if you find yourself kind of just drifting from a person and you can't explain or pinpoint why, or maybe there's even something that has offended you, immediately have that conversation so that you can destroy every while of the enemy to sow strife or confusion in your heart with regards to the other person. So please, this year, make excuses for all of your friends give them the benefit of doubt they haven't called you no problem you pick up the phone and call them if you have the time leave them that message just let them know i'm thinking of you hey hope all is okay and just just wait and just trust that these people still have your back and so do you until otherwise stated stay in that place of they have my back and i have theirs still on the point of making excuses for other people i had to practically walk in that in january actually january is my birthday my birthday rather falls in January. Well, we can say the entire January is my birthday. <laughs> but yes, a friend that I really hold dear to my heart, there was no message or call from her and I was so broken. I mean, at first I didn't even notice because frankly speaking, you know how birthdays are, so many messages all over the place. But you know when you just uphold someone to a certain standard. So a few days later, I just thought to myself, like, wait, this person didn't call me. I'm not one to just jump and just get mad about things. So I wasn't 
angry i was more the word is more of hurt and i literally just thought i waited maybe she forgot maybe something came up nothing happened i didn't see before the end of january that was last week i left her a message hey hope you're okay not even a birthday message you know just checking up that everything was okay till now she hasn't even replied but guess what i'm not angry like i know that it could be anything she could just be battling mentally she could just want some space life could just be a lot right now so this is what i'm saying in terms of making excuses for each other i didn't get that birthday message it would have been lovely to have gotten it from her just to know that yes yeah, she, she, she still has me on her heart and you know you know we still day for each other but i'm not going to jump into conclusion and say oh she's cancelled or she's not the friend i thought she was just because she forgot her birthday every other birthday before now she's been there and she goes all out so it's not one birthday that's going to make me completely cancel her so this is what we mean when we talk about making excuses for each other finally i know i said the fourth point was the most important but this is just as important please stay praying for your friends please stay praying for your friends even with the changing of the different seasons the moving in and out of different seasons marriage childbirth starting school graduation changing countries please pray for your friends it's amazing how prayer unites us like prayer creates a bond in the realm of the spirit the people you pray for you just feel a i don't know it's it's just an affinity between yourself and them you just feel like this is my person because you have their back spiritually, right? So one of the ways that we can maintain that proximity to our friends, even though we cannot constantly be on the phone talking or catching up, is praying for them. Because by praying for them, you just constantly have them on your heart and you're just wishing them the best. And it has helped me tremendously. I don't talk to my friends every single day, but it's amazing because when I pray for them, like it, that, that reminder of just, oh, this is someone that is there to my heart. God cover them. It makes me feel just closer to them in some way. And it's amazing because even me as well, sometimes I just feel like someone is praying for me. I, I don't know. It's just it's just a weakness in my heart that I'm being prayed for. I can't pinpoint where it's coming from, but I just have it in my heart that, oh, somebody's praying for me. And that just makes all the difference. It makes me feel happy and really warm. So you listening to this, this year, be intentional about praying for your friends. If you can, just like I'm doing every week in terms of every Saturday, I pick one friend that I'm checking up on. Maybe how about every day you decide, oh, this is one person I must pray for a friend every single day. Imagine at the end of 365 days, you would have prayed for 365 people. Some would have, you would have gone through them four times, five times, even up to 10 times. For those of us that have smaller circles, for those of us with bigger circles, obviously, we maybe have be able to go if, if, if you know, a lot if you have a, if you have a bigger circle you have you'll be able to go around a lot less than if you have a smaller circle with a smaller circle you can go around up to 20 30 times in 365 days so i really really hope this hits home for someone i really hope it helps you to not give up on friendships i hope it helps you to reach out to that person that you're thinking doesn't care about you anymore i hope it helps you to remember to fill in someone's emotional account rather than wait for them to fill yours go ahead and fill theirs I hope it reminds you to give somebody, a friend of yours, the benefits of doubt. Because like I said, life is life in, guys. Life is life in. Give that person the benefit of doubt. Don't jump into conclusions, right? And if it gets to a point, honestly, where you feel the season of a friendship is over, this is so important. It's fine to let it go. It's fine to let it go. Not in a bad way where you're shutting the door, like, don't ever talk to me again. Just in a way of, you know what? Maybe the phase where we were there for each other or the phase where we were beneficial to each other is over. 
it's okay for us to stay cordial with each other without necessarily having the tag friends they could just be an acquaintance it's totally fine i think we must get comfortable with having people that we know and we just wish them well without having that tag friends it's amazing how we travel around around the world called friendship some people are just acquaintances and there's nothing wrong in that we are not going to connect with everybody forever right for some the connection is seasonal and for others it's for a life what i'm just saying is fight for those relationships don't do life alone you can't do life alone you'll be miserable guys so this year make it a point of necessity to be there manage your friendships well so that it stays high quality everyone feels happy everyone feels satisfied and most especially that when you think about your friends and friendship you feel warmth in your heart thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast this is fortune podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye Thank you.